Welcome back to the Triangle Table. This is our space and yours to chat about building brand, reaching your goals, and being a better human. Say hello to your hosts, Anna, Kelly, and me, Amanda. So pull up a seat to our Triangle Table and let's chat. Welcome back to episode 24. We're so glad you're here. This is a continuation from episode 23. Today in this episode, as you're sitting, wherever you're sitting listening, well, maybe you're not sitting, maybe you're out for a run, maybe you are kicked back in your car, wherever you are, I hope you get comfy. And this topic is something that doesn't get talked about a lot in, you know, social circles or even business circles. But the more that we have leaned into this and learned about it, the more we have come to recognize that when we feel like we are hitting our head against the wall, it's usually because we are existing in too much in our masculine energy or too much in our feminine energies and our balances are off. So in today's episode, we're going to chat about what looks, what masculine energy and what feminine energy look like and how we experience both in our businesses, specifically around like launching courses or launching programs. So if this sounds like something you're like, oh my gosh, I totally need to hear this. Well, here you go. Feminine and masculine energy. There's a time and place for both. I can be in total masculine mm-hmm. mode. And then there's days where I'm like total, like feminine. I'm feeling it like in it. So I honestly embrace both yeah. and I don't try to fight against either one. Yep. And for so long I did, I thought I had to be this like woman and nurture and like soft and gentle. And, but I'm like, I'm not, that's not me. But there are days that I am that way. So that's that. But yeah, it's, it's, you just got to embrace it all because at the end of the day, a woman has masculine energy and feminine energy. Yep. So, so. I, I have this book, right? It's, I got it in front. That's why I got up to do a minute ago. Um, oh, it's called, okay. it's called Woman Code. It's by a woman named Alyssa um, Vitti. And I may be pronouncing her no- name wrong, but we'll drop the information in the show notes. This book has been life-changing for me. And the description on the book in front, it says, perfect your cycle, amplify your fertility, supercharge your sex drive, and become a power source. Um, so she literally just says our, our female bodies uh, speak to us, and that's our, the code. And we just need to learn to decipher the code. And once we understand the code, we're able to then align with our femininity and what our female bodies do. And then we can live this amazing, energetic, powerful, aligned life. And by the way, when I say women, I mean, like, because I know that there are transgender uh, women and transgender men who might listen to this. So uh, human bodies born female or like assigned female at birth kind of is what we're talking about here. So if you're if you are hormonally uh, like female, you have female hormones, this would apply to you. So she actually has a complete section here that's called, uh, that, that talks about this masculine feminine energy. So would you allow me to read just a little bit out of the book? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, she says, I launched into what became two years worth of investigating the, distinct, the distinction between masculine and feminine energetics. I researched all that gender fo- psychology had to teach me on the subject and learned about ta- Tantra, Tantra, an Eastern philosophy that believes the universe is created by and made up of masculine Shiva and feminine Shakti energies that infuse all things. 
which by the way, if you come from a Christian background, which is how I was re religiously trained and raised, um, we believe that the, like the, the great energy entity is we call it God. And we believe that God created male and female in quote unquote, his image. And I think Christian religion has taken this idea of his image and, and made, made God this masculine energy. But in reality, God is both masculine and feminine, or, or I'm going to say not genderless, but gender combined. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, and it just so happens that the English language doesn't have a gender neutral pronoun. Like we have to assign male or female. We don't have a genderless pronoun. So that's why. Anyway, you can go into the whole patriarchy, all of that with language and religion, which is way beyond the scope of this podcast. But just, just to, if you're like going, I never thought of it like that. And just think of that great divine energy as being both masculine and feminine at the same time. Um, I then took this information and put together an understanding of masculine and feminine energy that was more practical for me and that I could share with others. The first thing I realized was that being a man or a woman does not give a person more or less access to masculine or feminine energy. Both energies exist within each of us in varying amounts. Learning to how to engage both fully in what ends up making a person, making, ma learning how to engage both fully is what ends up making a person psychologically, emotionally, and physically well. Just as you wouldn't operate a remote control with only one battery, you need both of these energies as your power sources. They're necessary tools for shaping your life. Doesn't that just like, whoa, I've never thought about it like that. Like batteries and a remote control, I, I, I need both. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And batteries actually have masculine and feminine ends, by the way, just so you know. That's a very good point. <laughs> and the whole fact that you need, well, not you need, sorry, didn't mean to start my sentence like that. But if we possess both, we want to make sure that we're using the proper energy in the proper activity or thought process or work that we're doing. And I think a lot of times for me, sometimes I get them mixed up yeah. or I don't stop and say, I need to pivot like Anna would say to this energy right now, because this is where this is the energy I need to be fo working this particular activity or environment with. Because again, in our lives, think about it, all of a sudden you may have to shift again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like right here, you're, you're working with your kids and you want to do female, but then you got to shift and get over to the male because then you got to do work, especially for those people who are working at home right now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's that constant, you got to shift and shift. And if you're not used to making those shifts or identifying that, which energy needs to go to which activity, it becomes this confusion or, you know, you just, I'll just stay in this energy because it's easier. Well, really it's not, but it's quicker. So she gives a list of what masculine and what feminine energies look like. Oh, so um, just before I read it, um, just think about, you know, us three in what we've been doing recently in our business and our personal lives. I invite the audience to do that as well to think about what are, as I read this, like, so, oh, this is how I've been um, energetically managing this aspect of my life versus this aspect. And if you've been feeling really stuck or like you're banging your head against the wall or just things aren't, aren't flowing, they just don't feel right. It could be, and you might be able to make this association today is that the task at hand needs more feminine energy and you're giving it a lot of masculine energy. 
and or vice versa or you know it requires both energies but it needs a little bit more feminine a little bit less masculine so let me continue on and i'll read the masculine energy first uh, it's a it's a list of about like seven so it's not super long all right so masculine energy is tenaciously pursuing what you want deciding when and where and how a project grows focusing on the end result and less on the process focusing on one thing at a time relying only on yourself and your individual achievements setting boundaries around emotions and your body in order to accomplish the goals and relating through camaraderie, entertainment, and problem solving. Okay, so that's definitely masculine energy. I do all of those things. I have I have masculine energy. I know all you you two do as well. And every single person listening to this has masculine energy. And I know what areas of my life do best when I apply that type of energy. Okay. So let's see what the feminine energy says. It says feminine energy is magnetically attracting what you want holding the space for projects to develop at their natural pace, enjoying the process of creation independent of the end result, seeing the big picture and multitasking on many aspects of life, working with others, effortlessly creating community, connecting to emotional and physical life as a catalyst for change and development, relating to others by listening, sharing, and nurturing, right? And there are definitely places in my life and my business where that it needs feminine energy. Like just let's, let's take a step back and let's just talk about Facebook communities, right? A Facebook community. There are Facebook communities I love to be in because I feel that feminine energy. It's a place where I can enjoy creation. I can work on my energy. I'm connecting and relating to other people. I'm sharing. It's a nurturing environment. So I need that, and that's a very feminine energy space for me, both to like demonstrate feminine energy as well as receive it. But running my own Facebook group, what energy does that require? Masculine. More masculine <laughs> masculine yeah. energy. So I think that's why sometimes people create Facebook communities because they're desiring that feminine energy of nurturing community, but it's really hard. It's really hard to, you can't run your own Facebook community and expect to get all that nurturing out of it because it's a masculine energy role, right? So if you're just out there just like, oh, I just love talking about this stuff. I'm gonna create a Facebook group about it. And then like two months later, you're so burnt out and you're like this, I hate this. You didn't hate the topic, you hated the energy. Mm -hmm. Is this resonating? Totally. Yeah, totally. So Amanda, you just finished a big launch process. Yeah. And yeah. yesterday I felt all of it because <laughs> yeah. again, it's like a lot has happened in this last week. And then there's other stuff outside of what everybody knows that's going on. So I have so much. And yesterday was just that day where I was like, okay, I'm about, I feel like I'm going to collapse. So yes, I was working in so much masculine, boom, 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 boom. Then it just hit me that, okay, you need to stop. <laughs> and I have learned to listen to my body, which I've always been really good at it, but I do tend to like push things down. That's just how I am. But I said yesterday, I said, screw this, put your phone down and go get in bed. So I did. And because of that, I was able to be fully present 
when my husband got home last night because mm -hmm. again I know he's noticed he has to that I've not been Amanda it's just I, shoot the last three months have been like a spin like and now it's like now that things are starting to get back into normal and, and not normal whatever normal is it's just now it's like okay now I have to readjust my schedule because I got so used to doing this and then I'm going into this launch and then I'm doing this and creating that creating this and blah blah, blah. <laughs> holy crap so yeah it all hit me yesterday and you do you need to listen to your body and and to listen to your body there needs to be some calm like just step back it's almost like you need to step back and like look at your life like what's going on and kind of you know pick you need to be able to grasp things and I think what happens is we're more in the middle of it we're not able to grasp them because we were just spinning in the middle of it so yeah yesterday I was just like okay my kids are gone and I thought to myself I'm gonna get all this stuff done oh yeah I was no. like I literally was like oh <laughs> I'm like okay you, just going to bed <laughs> because you're if you think about that, the batteries in the remote control is your feminine energy battery was so like low and your mm -hmm. masculine battery energy was so high mm -hmm. and you had to shift, you need to shift some of that energy. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. In fact, when I got done launching my thing about a month ago, do you remember how I was, I messaged you and I'm like, yes. like, this is what I'm feeling like. I love, like, oh, but I know tell your there. analogy of the yeah. birthing and then what afterwards, like you need to explain that. Okay. The way you explained that was just gold. Right. So anybody who's, uh, working on a big project, just working, 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 putting all your heart, soul, creative energy into it. And then the project is done. And there's this big empty space afterwards. You're like, now what do I do? And it could be a work project of your own from your own creation. It could be something you were required to do from a boss or as a team, whatever, whatever that is. But it's like, it's the, it's the process of, of birthing a child so there's the conception of the idea and then there's the the nurturing of it the creative the growing the energy that goes into it the the life force that's fed into it and then you know the culmination the birth is close and that it gets really intense right at the end right before it all happens right you ask anybody who's launched a course or a program or anything and that last week to two weeks and then even the last two days the day before is so intense and then you give birth and it happens right? And then you are exhausted. You hurt. Your emotions are all over the place. You don't know which way is up or down. You, you don't, you just don't even know what to do with yourself. You, like for me, I just, I feel empty. I feel full. I feel like crying. I feel hungry. I feel like I want to be alone. I feel like I want to go out and celebrate. I just don't know. I'm so ups, upside down. And I went through that this first time with this big launch because I've never done something like that almost all by myself. I totally had support from other people, including y'all. But, but it was my thing and I birthed it. And then I didn't know, nobody told me about the after. Nobody told me what to expect. I didn't know. So I, I, I messaged Amanda. I'm like, I feel like I just birthed a child. Because <laughs> like, I have birthed two children. I know what that feels like. It's like, that's how I related to it. Um, but anyway, it was, 
I don't even know what to say. Like, no, if you've I, never been through it, you're going to go, she's crazy. I don't even know what she's talking about. But if right. you've been through it, you know. And that's, I feel that not a lot of coaches talk about, not a lot of people talk about. And some of my coaches have said, okay, you did it. Now celebrate. I'm like, but I don't want to celebrate. I just want to crawl into bed. I want to sleep. <laughs> what do you mean celebrate? Like, I'm just going to go over here and sit in the corner right now. <laughs> like, yes. Again, it's like maybe they don't feel that, but they have to. It's like talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you said that because I feel some women that are listening needed to hear that because going through the process of creating and doing and boom, boom, boom. And I've never created an evergreen course, nor did I understand really what it was until I started doing it. Obviously, it's a self-paced course that's all recorded and you have everything out and then you release it. And again, mine is not finished. It's halfway done, but I can release it because the majority of it's done. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, I didn't know all this. So again, I'm learning just as all of us are through this process. But for the women that already know this, it's like, they need to be talking about this stuff. You know, my sister, again, Jenny, my sister, Jenny had a child before me and my sister, Laura had, I think three children before me. I'm the oldest, whoa, my microphone. Sorry, there I go with my microphone again. Um, my old, my sisters were amazing. And they told me some of the things to expect in the hospital after I gave birth to a baby. They said, nobody told me that the nurses were going to do this. And nobody told me that this is what my body would do or what my baby would do or what my partner would do or not do. So that they gave me some heads up. And I'm so grateful to them that they did because I went in knowing better of what to do. And, and when you know more of what to expect, you can adjust your energies ahead of time. I knew that when I was in the hospital after giving birth to a baby, that I needed to just fully rest and relax and let everybody do things for me. Everything I wanted done, I needed to ask. It was extreme feminine energy. It was way, way, way beyond anything I've ever experienced. And I, I took them up on that. I'm like, you're offering to bring me food? Thank you. You want, you want to bring me a cup of ice water? Thank you. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Check, check, check. Um, but when we're in business and entrepreneurs or network marketers or direct salespeople, we don't, we don't have that team of people that's there to step in when we need to go back into our feminine energy. And so then we just continue this push, literally a push, 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 push to just keep maintaining, keep striving, keep accomplishing, keep creating. We can't reside in one energy in a strong energy for too long. It's just like our hormone cycles. We have ebbs and flows of our hormones. Estrogen's up at the first half, it's down at the second half. Progesterone is low at the first half, up at the second half. And if we battle against that, there are consequences. Some good, some bad, right? But if it, it, we literally have to realize that as, as females, we have this masculine and feminine energy. Men have it too. They just, that's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> Literally another podcast, not episode, podcast. <laughs> um, you know, we just, we're happier people when we, when we align with the natural ebbs and flows of our energies, of our cycles, of our, of our everythings. So this uh, author says that there's some signs of excess mas masculine energy in women. And, um, and then she goes on, and I won't obviously read all of that, is like 
what do morning routines look like in the different energies? What do meals look like? Exercise, um, time with your romantic partner. What, is, what does social engagement look like in the different energies? What is winding down your day looking like uh, in, the, in the different energies? So I would highly recommend this book um, if anybody wants to go out and buy it. It's amazing. It's called Woman Code. Um, but if you are feeling like this, you are probably living too much off your masculine energy and you might want to work to, to incorporate some feminine energy activities into your, into your routines. So, um, and I could check off all of these because I've, I've felt all of these, right? Uh, you feel significantly disconnected from your emotions and sensations. You can almost kind of go numb. Uh, locating a sense of self-worth outside of yourself based on material success in the world and the opinions of others. That's highly masculine, right? Finding it difficult to give and receive nurturing and intimacy. And that, that is both inside the bedroom as well as outside, but inside the bedroom, especially including pleasure during sex. Um, having fewer verbal skills for building deep relationships with friends, family, and romantic partners. Have you ever just been in such a masculine energy? You're just like, I don't even want to talk to anybody anymore. Yep. And then, oh, yeah. yep, you just want to hide, you want to retreat. That's a big sign you're way too much a masculine because feminine energy looks for those nurturing conversation connections. Um, here's another one for excess signs of excess masculine energy. There's two more. Being unable to fully get projects up and running the way you envision them, and then feeling isolated and unsupported. Yep. So if you're feeling any of those things, it's time to lean into more feminine energy. Maybe we could go take oh, a nap. That's a, Go take a nap. Yeah, probably you're exhausted. You probably yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Go take a nap. Start there. And again, I don't take naps very often. Like, mm -hmm. I honestly don't like to. I'd rather just lay in bed and just close my eyes for a little while or lay in bed with the TV on. Just because if, I mean, full-fledged nap, it's like game over because then I get too much and I'm groggy and I feel like crap. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, just whatever way you, you know your body needs to just rest. Thank you for listening to us today. You can visit us on our website at thetrianglatable.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our bonus content. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave us a review below. Join us next week for another episode of The Triangle Table. Here's what didn't make it to the table. Your body needs to just rest. Yeah. And that's me laying down watching Back to the Future. And Jurassic Park, right? Jurassic Park. Circling, circling around back to how we started this podcast. Um, if I ask for help, they will doubt my competence. <laughs> what is happening? What is going on? Y'all are. Your phone? Do you hear that noise? Yes. No. Our it's phone doesn't phone. ring. Like, we don't. I didn't even know we had the photo on top. <laughs> like an actual phone on the wall phone? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's it sounded like you were in an office and your phone was ringing. It's behind the TV so that we, because we have one of those really old TVs, uh -huh. so we have the package where you have to get the phone and the internet and everything. Oh, so yeah. We hide, but you can't Probably have everything without the phone. So we just keep it behind the TV. It never rings, ever. So I'm like, Kelly, it's your, it's your feminine energy calling. Hello, looking for Kelly. <laughs> it's a box, it's called the voice. <laughs> She's probably like, what is this? That's the other one, one, not this one. It's an ancient That's thing. called an answering machine. <laughs> <laughs>
Our kids will never know what that is. It's okay, sweetheart. It's 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 over. <laughs> but your mother. <laughs> it's okay. That used to be a thing a long time ago. That was amazing. It's like, why is there this like, man's voice coming out of it? The answering machine that we never use. I mean, we literally never use it. <laughs> I've never heard it ring ever. Yeah. Sorry. That would be the best outtake ever. I can't even do the It's our intro. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. You don't have to be a professional to have a podcast.